On this episode of Bantha Milk Podcast, we speak to whales. You've been planning that all day. I have been. <laughs> Intro music. You know, I even, uh, I, I talked to Luke, uh, on my way here. Cause I said, do you mind if like, as soon as we're done, you stick around and I leave. Cause he's like, oh, you gotta do your podcast, right? He's like, yeah. He's like, ah, oh, so Rob can do his whale voice. You know? <laughs> oh, he so, spoiled it. So like, no, was, he didn't spoil it. He made it even better. He made it even like, better. He, okay. he, he sold like he's been planted and I know, and you, I guess you workshopped it. Yeah. Yeah. Because we were, <laughs> we were talking, uh, he came in and we were talking about the episode Yeah. and I was like, Ooh. That's how I can start the episode. There you go. Hello. Love it. Love yeah. it. Now you so. kind of sound like you're in Seinfeld. Hello. Hello. La, la, la. Why don't you just tell me the name of the movie that you want to watch? That so like my dad, like Seinfeld was on when, you know, I was certainly not old enough for its target audience. And but, I was in college. And you were, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but my dad liked it a lot. Um, and I and I did watch it. Now I love it. But like I watched it and I remember liking it then. But there are certain moments like that happen now that like I'm transported back into my living room. When right. I was, yeah. Like, uh huh. Twelve or eleven, just because I remember that line, and that's that's exact moment is one of them that I just remember losing my crap to. Uh huh. Like why don't uh, the whole movie phone bit? The whole movie really phone good. bit was great, and the fact that Kramer was carrying around his cell phone or not a cell phone, his wireless phone into Jerry's uh, apartment. Like he was working for the movie yep. phone company. He took it so seriously. Push one if you want to see uh, Die Hard. <laughs> Push two if you want to see the Brady movie. Beep, why don't you beep. just tell me? Yep. Why don't you just tell me the name of the movie you want to see? Yeah, no, that's... Which is great because kids these days don't mm. even know what that's in reference to. Or, yeah. Well, well in, in five years, even just say, check the app will be ridiculous because it's like our AI assistant will already be telling us. We'll already be telling us. Don't, don't know what we're thinking before we yeah. even think it's it. It's like, yeah. hey, Mr. AI man. And it'll go, I know everything you've ever thought yeah. and never will think. <laughs> this is the information you desire. This is the movie that you want to see. We'll be showing at <laughs> no, 8 o'clock, no, 745. No, but I really wanted to go see this other No. No, you didn't. You don't. I promise. <laughs> I promise. <laughs> you want to see this. The algorithm tells me that you don't want to see that. Yep. We're Bantha Milk Podcast. We are Bantha Milk Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Took a minute to get there, but we are Bantha Milk Podcast. We are uh, coming at you live uh, after part five. Uh, of the Ahsoka, 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 Ahsoka uh, series, Shadow Warrior, Shadow Warrior. Five, so. My opinion, the best episode yet. Yeah, I thought it sucked. No, I'm just kidding. I'm trying to get <laughs> clicks for us. Can there you I, go. Can I be yep. that guy? You can be that guy. I'll be salty, and everyone's mm-hmm. like, "Oh, that guy sucks." But he's he's a jerk. No, it was outstanding. Like I, you know, we have had I think what amounted to legitimate qualms about the process of getting here, but I mean. I want to watch this episode like 11 more times. Yes. You know, like, and then, and then like watch one through this. So you mm-hmm. can see that whole journey. So you can see the journey. So you can yeah. see the build up. Yeah. Um, Nick or uh, Luke was telling me when we get to the part, but uh, a lot of, I guess, parallels to um, Lord of the Rings, Lord of the Rings. Oh, yes. They're like, it's not even a parallel. It, it is literally like, like they just took one out 
and through one another. Um, and they did that's that's purposeful. And so uh, they actually retconned Rebels as part of it. Yes. So because the last scene, they, they recreate the last scene of Rebels. But in Rebels, she is the white robe on and she's got the white staff, the white staff. Um, and that was literally and you can, there are uh, interviews with Dave Filoni okay. where he talks about this and he says, yeah, this is literally, you know, when you think about her journey, you know, this is her becoming essentially Ahsoka the white, you know, she's mm-hmm. accepted, you know, her role and she's, she's and thought, her, yes, you know, her, she's gotten rid of, not gotten rid of her guilt, but has accepted. Yeah. She's taken and, it on and under like is moving forward. And, but in this one, it's even more on the nose. Yeah. Right. So, so they, um, they, when they redid it, they put her back in the gray. Yeah. Um, because they were trying to, I guess, drive home that her spiritual journey wasn't done yet. Okay. Right. And she wasn't there yet. And so, you know, just like Gandalf, the whole story with Gandalf is he, you know, fights the Balrog for literally something like 127 days or some crap like that. Uh, while climbing up a mountain uphill both ways, you know, in the snow, in the snow. Yes. Um, you know, typical granddad Mm -hmm. vibes. Um, and then, you know, he kills the, the dude and it's like, hooray, I killed the guy. And then he dies. Um, and then like his whole thing is he's, he's like not done with whatever he's meant for or else he, he needs to be some sort of a balance. And so they send him back as, as Gandalf the white to be everything that Saruman should have been. Okay. So like, you know, in this where she essentially, she dies, right? Essentially, right. that's what it is. And once she's gonna, in the in the world between yeah, worlds, and we'll talk about that whole thing. Yes. But like when she comes out of it, you know, essentially while she was there, she was fighting for her soul. She fought through this, that, and the other thing. Um, and then once she she's pulled out of it, um, she's like moved beyond all this guilt, and she comes out of it. And Anakin even says in the thing like. You're everything I am and more. Oh, yes. Right. Yeah. Like, and that's that just kind of the whole apprentice master mm-hmm. relationship where you want them to have everything you have and then add their own thing. And it gave me big parent vibes. Yes. You know what I meant? We're yep. like, you're, you're, you know, now I, you obviously have much more uh, years of this experience. But for me, you know, I'm thinking, you know, I want this kid to take all of like my good qualities and then let's scrub out those things that are inherently going to be there. Because yes. She's my kid and they're bad qualities. Um, anyway, that's a long diatribe to say it was that great. Is. And that's the end of our podcast, <laughs> everybody. Yeah, it's uh, four in the morning. It's four in the morning now. Um, but so, yeah, her her journey to like the white and then you see her completely. And just like in Lord of the Rings, Gandalf changes when he comes back as the white, you know, as the gray, he was like silly and like kind of whimsical and, and, and stuff like that. And when he came back as the white, he still had a little bit of that kind of glint in his eyes, sort of a thing, but he was not that, you know, he was like <clears throat> something more and something different and had right. a different purpose. And that's kind of there with Ahsoka, but I think it's almost a little the opposite too. Cause she had more of that, once she came back and had that more spiritual, she had more purpose, but she had more of that old Ahsoka, like grinning and like, you know, having a little fun and just trusting in the force and sort okay. of a thing. Um, but still just kind of coming back different, different. Mm-hmm. Yes. hundred percent. Uh, 
now that we told you how the episode ends, spoiler alert, we might be talking about episode five. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but anyway, it, it, it's in the title. So if you don't know it by now, then then you and are. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe, and yep. smash, smash that, share, that button. share button. Smash it. Like, and hit the it with the notifications. And, and uh, um, right below, you'll, you'll, you'll yes. see a, below that, you'll see a link to a UNICEF foundation uh, that's specifically been opened up. Uh, to support the rehabilitation and resuscitation of Rob's beard. That's right. Um, so. so there was a lot of discussion in the Spear household about my beard. Yeah. And uh, did uh, did my opinion like come into a discussion so at all? Because I think that's an important. Yeah, uh, my it's, opinion it's is very important, important to inject yes. into your family conversation. Yes. What you think of the beard is very very important. I figured it would be. Um, Sherry actually said to me like, "Why did you shave it?" And I said, "Well, it's something different." She goes. I go, I thought you didn't like it. She goes, no. So she said she likes it, but short. So somewhere in there, once we figure out where, how long she likes it is where I'm just going to set the trimmers yeah. to. And it's going to be whatever. So so there will be something. So it's we'll get kind to see the regrowth and the rebirth. Yeah, it's kind of growing back a little bit. I did shave it again um, I, the other day. And you know what's great is, you know, just due to the way we, we live in age, much like Gandalf and Ahsoka, it will rise it as will. Rob's beard, the white. The white. The, white, <laughs> the little specks of yeah. white. Yes, Rob's beard, the white comeback. So. And it will be something more. It will be. Uh, real fast, I haven't even cracked into, this is the last of the orange creamsicles. I did turn it upside down already Thank while goodness. we were I was worried that you hadn't in, turned so. it upside down. Yes, yeah, so you have to turn it and upside down. While he's doing that, we get, ah, oh, there it is. Nah, there that was a two-parter. Yeah. Uh, we are, you know, you, we're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. You can really easily find us. I don't have to give you all the keywords. Uh, I mean, it's 2023. If you can't find Bantha Mug Podcast on Instagram and Twitter by now, maybe you should consider a typewriter. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Um, we're also. And Nick has coffee over there. Yeah. Because Wawa. Um, God bless Wawa. Free coffee for teachers all September. If you use the code Bantha Milk, if you <laughs> you got to make sure you go up to them and say, "I'm here for Bantha Milk podcast," and um, then when they say what, you say, "And I'm a teacher," and yeah. they go, "Oh, okay, oh, here you go." Uh, but make sure they you say both parts, both yes. equally important, both equally important. Um, even if they're very confused by the first part, it's all a part of it's the, very yeah, it's all part of the, yeah, the they they have to sell it. Yes. Anyway. Uh, anyway, so check all that out. Uh, anything at Bantha Milk Podcast, just Google yeah, it. Yeah, and, and then ears up. Ears we're, up. We're a part of the ears up sphere. Yeah, uh, and you know they're a part of us all. Yeah, scraping really? the so, vaults, uh, Puny up. Pod, Tiny and um, Supreme Resort. Mm. Check all those cream, out as well. Great. Sour yeah. cream as well as ears with a Z up. Yeah. Um, Z real fast. I don't want to spend too much time on news, but there's a couple of little news articles. Little news. So we'll do news real fast. News real fast. Star Wars news. I'm, and, and I'm being real right now, by the way. I'm going to be real with you. Oh, is it be real time already? It sure is. So Lando, the TV show, is now possibly going to be a movie. Oh, yeah? Did you hear this? Yes. So the Sci-Fi and Fantasy Gazette are reporting that Star Wars Lando Disney Plus TV series will now be a movie, according to writer Stephen Glover, not um, the other Glover who plays Lando. Not, uh, not Donald Glover? Uh, not Donald Glover. It was way back in December 2020 when Lucasfilm announced that Justin si Simeon would serve as showrunner on a Lando TV series. 
starring solo Star Wars Galaxy's Donald Glover. Unfortunately, no solid news about the project followed, and Glover has frequently danced around the question of whether he's going to reprise the role made famous by Billy D. Williams. As for Simeon, the series was repeatedly brought up to him up in interviews when he was doing the rounds to promote Disney's Haunted Mansion movie. Admitting that he heard nothing about the series since it was announced, the filmmaker said the studio told him they had figured out everyone's availability. However, shortly after those comments were covered by news sites, we learned Glover and his brother Stephen would instead be writing the show following Simeon's exit. The showrunner learned of his firing on social media. A shame when there were surely better ways to handle a change in direction for the spinoff. Can you imagine, like, you go into work and your stuff's, like, packed up, but then they say, oh, just check Twitter. And you look and it says, uh, you've been fired. I know people who have quit that way. Have quit that way? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, depends, but yeah. Um, and now they're saying that they're possibly uh, going to, uh, this guy says, the new Star Wars show about Lando Calrissian made by Don Glover is not supposed to be a show, period. It's a movie. I feel like it's enough with the shows. There are yeah. enough shows. Not everything has to be a show. Like, what happened to good quality Star Wars movies? Yeah, we haven't had a good... We haven't had a movie. Yeah, it's been forever. a while for a movie. What was the last movie? It was episode nine, right? Yes. Um, and I actually have... Uh, Star Wars The Last Jedi, Andor, Solo. So these are all the movies and shows that have come out since Disney Plus Takeover. Star Wars The Last Jedi, Andor, Solo... I don't know when Solo... Did Solo come out after Episode 9? Came out pretty close to Episode 9, like, but I think it was before. Yeah. Um, Star Wars The Force Awakens, Star Wars Rise of Skywalker, Book of Boba Fett, Rogue One. Maybe Rogue One was the last one, no? No, Rogue One is... It's been a while on Rogue One. Okay. Because Andor is already in its first in its first season. There was a good amount of time between Rogue One and, like... When they started the process for Andor, okay, a couple of years at yeah, least. Yeah, uh, yeah. Ahsoka, Obi Wan, and the Mandalorian are all the things that came out. Yeah, so since the last, Disney takeover. I think the last movie was Episode Nine, and then maybe Solo before that. And that's been a while. It has been a while. It's been a it's couple been a of years, now, right? So, Solo, Solo, ho ho ho, came out in 2018. No way. Yeah, wow, Solo a Star Wars story that. came out in 2018, and wow. um, was the Last Jedi episode nine or ten? No, that was so. We're looking for. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, eight or nine. Rise or the Skywalker one. Rise of Skywalker. Is that the one? Rise of Skywalker. That's episode nine. That came out in 2019. So it's four years. Yeah. It's been. Yeah. It's, it's a long time. For, it has been a long time. Well, it's not really that long a time. We were spoiled, I guess, because yeah, because they were coming out four and five, or episode four and one, I should say. There was a good twenty-five yeah, was 20, years. Yeah, um, but there was no like nothing new Star Wars for a long time during that time. Also, it was just yeah. But I also feel like they're like they saw the Mandalorian did well, and they said, well. We might as well stretch some of these cash dollars out amidst a couple different years. Yeah. But they don't realize that aside from the fact that Mandalorian is good, most people hopped on board because of Baby Yoda. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what made it a pop culture hit, not its Star Wars content, you know? No, how many memes are there of Baby Yoda versus how many memes are there of the Mandalorian? Yeah, how many... <laughs> yeah, think, think about anything from the Mandalorian. 
that is not Baby Yoda. Mm-hmm. There, there's literally no, you don't see anything else out there on no. like regular social media about that. Um, so like, if you're gonna lean into that, you might want to have a really cool iconic character in all of them. Yeah. So, but also just you know maybe only do a couple of them really well instead of a bunch of them, and it's hit or miss. Right. Right. So maybe making Lando a movie, and also, I mean, we discussed Ahsoka how slow it is. Some people say it's necessary to be this slow to tell the story better. I would, I would argue that a two and a half to three hour Ahsoka movie might actually be better than a seven hour, eight episode series. I bet in Hollywood it's easier to pitch eight episodes than it is to pitch a three hour movie. Probably. Especially a Star Wars. Like, if it's a three-hour yeah. movie, it's got to have huge funding and, like, Christopher Nolan is the producer. Yeah, yeah. Um, and but, the like, budgets... anything over two and a half hours, like, for a movie, I feel like people get, like, no one's going to watch that. It's too long. Right. And and the budget for movies are so astronomical yeah. also. And they, these are on a big budget yeah. for TV shows. But I get it. I bet it's, like, 10x and, that. And for... most of the budget probably went to this specific episode. Yeah, they... they uh, listening, like... I think I talked about this one on when we talked about like other series like Obi-Wan or whatever. Um, the Office Ladies podcast I listen to all the time. They talk, the one time they talked about, you know, we get X amount of dollars a season to spend on the shows. Normally they try to tr- keep it, you know, pretty even across all of them. But every once in a while they'll have like a big episode. So they'll have to pull money from other episodes. So other episodes will be less exciting and will just be strictly in the bullpen mm-hmm. so that way they can have this other one where they go to all these remote places and stuff and it costs fifty thousand hundred thousand dollars more right. than the other episode does um uh, and like you said this one probably was the one that cost five times more than the other ones did yeah and like 80 so, percent of that just went to de-aging de-aging Anakin, Anakin. which by the way looked great it did considering Last week's when he just stood there, it looked really bad. Yeah, it, I mean, I don't know that it looked really bad, but it it looked off, off enough that it was distracting, which makes yeah. it bad. Yeah, right. Yeah, um, but I didn't even notice it Mm-mm. at all in the episode. They like they made it and like, yeah. and they definitely made him different in each different stages stages just like of, they did with of the dream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we should just get into it then, shouldn't we? Let's. Yeah. So one real fast, uh, Hera, if you're going to Disneyland. Hera and Chopper are showing up and walking around every once in a while. So that's new. They're there. And Ahsoka was there a couple weeks ago. She showed up, I think, at the beginning of the Ahsoka series. Do you think it was Rosario Dawson? It was not. Ah, bummer. Oh, yeah. Um, There was somebody that I follow on Instagram, and she's a huge Ahsoka fan. She stood by the entranceway to where the cast members come out for three hours. Wow. Waiting for... And then, like, mobbed her. Like, immediately... You could see that the cast member was annoyed. Yeah. But then also remembered, oh, I got to get back in character. Right. Because the girl like ran up to her with her phone like this and was like, ah. And the person, Ahsoka was like, I I took two steps. Like, let me start walking. I'm still a little hungover. (laughs) So give me um, a second. Give me a second. I've just been sitting in makeup for four hours. Like, give me a second here. Uh, so yeah, so there's a Hera and a Chopper, and this one, Inverse, 
uh, website says, 40 years later, Star Wars just fixed the worst part of Anakin Skywalker. All right, that seems like a pretty clickbaity title. Yeah, so it says, is Anakin finally likable again? So the whole article basically comes down to, in the movies, the movies when we saw Hayden Christensen, it was all about him turning to the dark side. So he was angry the whole time. He and hates that translated to whiny. Right. Right. He hated sand. It got everywhere. It, it got everywhere. Of course, he hated kids. <coughs> he younglings. Younglings. Really hated younglings. Really and hated younglings. I think they drove drove that point home in episode they did. three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, he was angry that he couldn't. Hated, hated sand people. He hated sand people. He was angry that he couldn't be in his relationship with Padme that he wanted to be in and he was angry that he she was pregnant and he wasn't a master and blah blah blah. It's outrageous. It was outrageous. So he was a bratty kid who hasn't gotten his way in the movies. But then in Clone Wars, the series We got to see him be human yeah. and have a good have a fun side, have a a more likable side before he started to really get tainted by the dark side and, and hate sand and everything else. So they're saying now that we saw him in this episode being more likable, like when they did the flashbacks, he was more we got positive. To see, yeah, we got we, to see we a positive to see side him of him. As like not every second of screen time they had him had to like show that he was going to the dark side. Right. In the, you know, this is not that. This is something else. Yeah, this is him trying to lead and, and trying to. It's also specifically. And again, we'll talk about it then, but like it's specifically not light or dark side. It's kind of both. Right. So like, you know, it's not about necessarily, I don't know. It, it, it's very clever what they did with it. Yeah. So, so they're saying that this, you know, changes the worst part of Anakin Skywalker appears. Nobody watches the cartoons who aren't hardcore Star Wars fans mm-hmm. and other people now watch the live action. And the fact that we see this in the live action this is now a huge break breakthrough for no, Anakin. No, it isn't. Yeah. Because like Star Wars has always been um hello. Star Wars has always been like this is the story. Hey, a couple years pass until the next movie. Uh what do we uh let's release some comic books. Yeah. Or let's release a couple books and <clears throat> oh you know, we don't get to see on screen like what happens in those but like they still matter like we all know in episode seven or or uh yeah episode seven that han and leia were married right right like we didn't have to see that on the screen but like how how would you know like unless you were a hardcore fan you you connect the dots and you realize that there's other media out there that it continues this story. Yeah. And that's always how Star Wars has been. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a compilation of so, multiple and, different. And I understand the people who like, you know, the, the cartoon thing is a barrier for them. But like, if you want to be a Star Wars fan, you know, figure it out. Like, yeah. Even like I wasn't great when I was a kid about reading the extended universe books. Um, but I Wikipedia a lot. Oh yeah, and you can you go know, down like, Wikipedia. You get lost down there yeah, for days. For you know, days, like, yeah. But, uh, no, and and I like. There's loads of stuff that now that I'm listening to some of those old books, I'm like, I knew this, but I didn't know the depth. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh huh. Um. So I got a pretty extensive, broad knowledge of Star Wars things, but again, I didn't have that depth just because 
I didn't read the books. I right. found my wormholes. Yeah. So so that's that. So all right. So let's dig deep into it right after this commercial break. Nick is dancing. Very so. Very so. All right. I think we're ready. All right. So Insert ad there. Anyway. And yes. Enjoy that show. Enjoy that ad. Buy that product. Send me money. Mm-hmm. So this is the main event. What we've this all been waiting event. for. This is why we're right? here. Well, uh, we this, <laughs> this my friends. <laughs> let me tell you why I brought you here today. Um. So, yeah this this episode has made the last four worth it. Yes. Uh, I feel like as we talk about this episode right now, we should split it into two sections: uh, the real world section. And the world between worlds section. Right. Because I feel like we'll be jumping around a lot otherwise. Yes. Right. So uh, why don't we start with the boring stuff? And by that, I mean the stuff that's in the real world. The real world, especially our good friend, robot friend, who's sad. Because they just all he said one thing. One thing is all I said. I and just they, said they stay together. They distinctly and don't listen. They he don't said, listen to they me. They don't listen. They don't listen. <laughs> um, and he he's was holding said, Sabine's helmet, which means you know, eventually he's going to give it back to her. I'm still annoyed at that. That that her helmet fell off. Yeah, I'm still like, lit- it's just so silly. Like we've never we've seen so many Mandalorians fighting, and, we've and never even seen, the only one we've seen fall off is hers now. Yeah. No, there's one other. Oh, Django, <laughs> Django Fett. Fett. <laughs> we definitely saw that one fall off. Yeah. And um, how but did, those were very specific circumstances. But not only did we see it fall off, but Boba picked up the helmet and it did not slosh. His out. head did not fall out. So it's clearly in there it's, like and it's locked on. It's locked on somehow. So the fact that that Sabine's <laughs> helmet was not his head got cut off and his head still stayed inside the helmet. Oh, man. So, again, I'm just this annoys me more than it should. It's, but it yes, still annoys me. It's very annoying. Yes. Um, so anyway, uh, so he's like, oh, those darn kids, they never listen. And so we we get a little politics insight, right? They're like, "Hey, Senator Organa, wink, wink, can only can only cover for you for so long." Yeah, she right? can only give us and cover then, for so long. I wonder who that senator is. It's, well, there's only lame. one Senator Organa. Oh, yeah, and at this point, alive she, at this point yeah, in time, she would be the still the senator of the Alderaan sector. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were other planets in that sector, uh, you know. So now there are fewer, but. right? One, yeah, especially one, one, one yeah. big one fewer, yeah. yes. Um, it's namesake. So she she does, it, uh, I didn't write down the name of the book, but in, there was a book that talks about this in a lot more detail that she did disagree with the politics of this time, which is what leads to episode seven of the movies when she has her rebellious group. The rebels are back again because they're no longer in power. But she she didn't agree with the way the politics were going right. as a whole, so that's why she didn't have a problem right now covering for Hera and doing a little deception there and and whatever they said. Once a rebel, always a rebel. Once a rebel, always a rebel. Yeah. So um, so we got that going on. Um, do we want to just do all of the real no because that and the rest of the real world stuff comes after. Is that, is that pretty much all? Well, there's also Jason. Jason's real right. world. So right. Jason, Jason, like we see him. You know, first of all, they like remind the audience about like specifically in words now. Yes. About Kanan. 
Right. It's so the first that, time he's been mentioned by name. Mm-hmm. And something else I didn't notice until I saw someone point out is that there's actually a picture of Kanan on yes, the dashboard of the, in ghost. the ghost, which is there during the uh, Clone Wars or during Rebels as well, which is pretty cool. Okay. Yes. Yeah, and Jason's jacket, he has the same pauldron on that his dad had on, on yep. the one shoulder. Yeah. And they're they're giving so they're giving little Jason, uh, you know, some more, some more acting and screen time than I had hoped. hoped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But not a lot of lines, so he's no, not butchering too much. Stuff. You know what it is? He doesn't know what to do with his hands. He did it when <laughs> they're like, okay, there's going to be a ship that flies overhead. Fly, you of just you. need to look at it and and look cool. Just yeah, your and, just stand there. and you see his, like, his arms are just like. Uh, I, I feel bad because yeah. you know it's a kid. Um, but like, like we've said before in a world of stranger things, kit child actors. Yeah. There just doesn't seem to be an excuse for a crappy actor. Yeah. Whether you're, like whether this, you're you know? 12 or 62, yeah. like there's a plenty of actors out there that yeah. would do a much better but, job. But you know, he's not so bad that he's distracting. He's just. Because I'm a nitpicker. You're nitpicker over um, over, and the, we and do have a podcast after all, right? And <laughs> this know? is what you know sells sells tickets yeah. is being angry apparently. Yeah. Ah, stupid. <laughs> but he he does the the force thing where like the the grown ups are talking and he's like, "Mom, listen." <laughs> oh, was no. Harrow is getting pulled in every direction. It yeah. was ridiculous. Yeah, she's just trying to make ends meet, and everyone's like, "Yeah, I got my kid says he needs this, and I got my friends telling me this, and I got my work telling me that, and I." Just just need a spa day and i'm just saying um but so like you when know, does hera get a break when, when does hera get hera time that's what she's asking everybody she's penciling it in not anytime soon I'll not anytime that. soon i'll tell you no um, way um but so it's the classic the parents are ignoring the kid but the kid is wiser than that and wiser really listen. yes listen to and me and then they do something that kanan did with hera in rebels where like they they he would like he was telling her to open up to the force essentially and he hurt so like you know again whether that's just hinting that Hera also has always been force sensitive or else just kind of more driving home this anyone is force sensitive sort of right thing. yeah where she can also if you if you sit back relax you can feel the same thing that other people who are more force sensitive you can, can hear the pretty well. lightsabers you can hear the lightsabers yeah no, listen to the waves. No, not the waves, mom. The lightsabers. Yeah, that was that was weird. You know what yeah. I mean? Like you expect something a little more ethereal and esoteric. Like, mm-hmm. no, not the waves. Listen deep. deep. You know, it's like yeah. the the monkey Musa was it Mus- not Musafa, whatever the monkey is from Lion King. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, no, you have to look deep. <laughs> um, no, but. Uh, so you know, it's you know you have to listen for the lightsabers. Oh, 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 okay. Let you me think listen. I would have caught that the first time? They yeah. sound pretty different than waves, but oh, all of a sudden again, sure. No, I hear it. Yeah. There they are. Mm-hmm. No, no. If you like, if you squint, you know, and you like really, you hear. Them. Yeah. And then uh, Carter was cracking me up because he was like, "What? Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. he was essentially." Um, anyone who didn't watch the Clone uh, or yeah, Rebels, uh, Rebels, you know, is essentially like they're all just like, "What the hell is going on? I don't understand." Who this. are you? What is going on? Where and, are you going? Here? And then, like, it was like I guess Hu Yang essentially like in a sentence catches everyone up to speed, <laughs> and now everyone just supposed to go. He's the narrator on the on the. Uh, all right, uh, his dad yeah. was Kanan Jarrus. He was a Jedi. You're you're caught up now. Oh, yeah, okay. And he's like, 
all right, that, that works. Let's all go right. do this. Okay. You know? yeah, I'm response, up to speed. <laughs> his response was so like, oh, cool. Yep. Oh, yeah, it is Star Wars. So yep. I'm sure somebody's a Jedi around here. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, I guess the word Jedi, you know, even at that point, you hear that, you go, oh, well, the Jedi. They said Jedi. That's Jedi. Got to go with it. Trust the Jedi. Trust the Jedi. Um, trust the fungus. You know what that's from? Right? Trust no. the fungus? No, let's trust the fungus. That's uh, the OG Super Mario Brothers movie. The one with Bob Hoskins and John Leguizamo. Okay. So like, you know, the fungus I didn't was, see that. Did you never seen that movie? No. Really? Yeah. We, so when we are in a dirge of Star Wars content, okay. we need to do a Bantha Milk reaction video, like live reaction to that movie. Okay, to the original. It's one of my favorite movies of all no time. No way, okay. It is one of the worst movies of all time. <laughs> it's so bad, and I, as an adult, I, I recognize this. I loved it as a kid. I still love watching it because it's nostalgic, but it's so bad. From 1993. Yeah, yeah so um, I was five when it came out. Looking at the trailer and... Um, it, it's ridiculous, but I, like, there's some really funny parts. Um, but like the whole big thing is that the fungus, like the, the toadstools and, and stuff, okay. uh, that they're actually the king. He was turned into fungus by Koopa, King Koopa, okay. who is played by Dennis Hopper. <laughs> yes, I see Dennis Hopper, King Koopa. Yeah. Samantha Manis um, as Daisy. And so, like, every now and then he'll encounter the fungus somewhere and, like, it'll save him. And so at, at some point he, like, he, like, grabs a mushroom and he's like, trust the fungus. <laughs> and he, like, puts out in front of him and it acts as a shield and stuff. Trust the fungus. There you go. Well, there you go. So, anyway. We'll have to watch that and then we'll watch Dude, Where's My Car? Oh, my God. Yeah, those those are two we definitely need that's, to watch. It's, it's 86 minutes with credits and it's the worst <laughs> so movie good. of all time. <laughs> so, so, we should, I guess, now travel back into the realm. Yeah, so realms, let's go. Right? So, the whole purpose of this is uh, this is uh, Ahsoka's story. This is Ahsoka. Yeah. Um, let me ask her you, Rob, trial. Uh, is it a dream? In your opinion, is it a dream? Anakin, is he really Anakin? If he's Anakin, is he a force ghost or is he a memory? Or is it all in Ahsoka's head? So I don't think the whole thing was a dream because of the psychedelic end when She's standing there and the water was rising on her. Right. It's like her. She found a portal because we're real close to the Night Sisters uh, area, whatever you want to call that area mm -hmm. there. Uh, I don't know what you want to call it, but whatever. Uh, temple, but it's not a temple, but whatever. Whatever that site is. That yeah, were... the Night Sisters site. Perfect. The little place where they put the ball. Yeah. So since we're so dangerously close to that, these portals to get into the world between worlds, because um, Ezra in the Rebels closed one of them by breaking the wall that you transported through Platform 9 and 3 quarters to get right. into it. <laughs> <laughs> so he broke that portal. So there, there's portals to get into it. So they're located <coughs> near other Jedi temples and things like that things so since of great force things of great yeah so yeah. since the night sisters control force as well and are strong with the force this is probably a portal that she just happened to fall into mm -hmm. um she could have fallen if she fell three feet to the right or three feet to the left she would have missed it completely and of course what is what's the explanation it's star wars it's star the wars. force the force the forces yeah. so oh, the, well, force the force pulled her, her down. yeah will to her fall to, to the yeah. exact spot yeah so I think she did fall into a portal 
into the world between worlds. That part wasn't a dream. But was Anakin real is a good question because we didn't see her. Like when we saw it in Rebels, he pulled her through the portal to get her into the world between worlds. We didn't see him come through a different portal to finish the training. Right. And I don't know. What do you think? I think I think it's a vision that she has of him. Force ghost, maybe, but it wasn't blue mm-hmm. like all the other force ghosts that we've seen. But it could be like a vision of him in her memory because she was remembering specific times. So if we were talking about this two or three weeks ago, I would say it wasn't really Anakin. Okay. But things got so weird with yeah. this episode. Uh-huh. I'm allowing for a lot weirder theories that make sense. But, okay. But I would, would could never see gut flying. I'm allowing for a lot more of those. So um, I agree that it really ha- wasn't just in her head. Um. I think it was Anakin. Okay. I don't think it was a memory. Okay. And I don't think it was a force ghost. Okay. And like one of my next questions and the question was always in the back of my head while I was watching that first time was, is this like some, if it's not, is it Anakin or is it like some malevolent force that's projecting Anakin, right? Okay. Like trying to deceive her. Yeah. Um, But I think it's Anakin. Okay. The The, the things that jump out to me are, the first one is when she says, I won't fight you. And he says, I've heard that before. Right. Right. So my immediate thought was, oh, he's calling back to when Luke said that. See, that wasn't my first thought, actually, because okay. that's what it was calling back to. OK. But my first thought was, oh, it's like when he fought her at Malachor. Right. Uh, but she didn't say, I won't fight you. She said, I won't leave you. OK. And so I forgot about that. OK. But that's what he was referencing. He was referencing his fight with Luke. Right. She doesn't know that. She wasn't there. True. Yeah. You know, so that's that's like that's one big clue. I think that this is not in her head. This is actually Vader post death. Right. Okay. Right? This is like he has already died. This is Anakin. Um, I don't think he's a force ghost. I think he's something more than that. Okay. Like this chosen one prophecy. Okay. Right. Like means that he is different. He's set aside. Um. And he clearly had some physical manifestation in this world between worlds and the world between worlds is like the connection between the physical world and the cosmic force. And there's a whole, you can go down a whole rabbit hole on that. Um, but specifically like that's, that's the deal is like when you die, you be, you either become one with the force and that means you join the cosmic force and Qui-Gon was super into that. Or you can, um, you know, stay behind, leave an imprint, like, and so the world between worlds acts as a, a conduit for that. Um, but because of who he is, like, I think that, that that separates him as something that can grow into something more. Okay. And I think he still has a larger role to play in the force as the, the one prophesied to bring balance. And I think that that's evidence later on when they're fighting, when Ahsoka right. and him fight. Um, I don't think. I think that, so his eyes change colors, right? Yep. What color do they change? They change yellow. So they don't go yellow. They go red. Oh. Right. I'll I'll double check. I'm almost positive. If you if you check, it's like a red, like a glowing red. 
Okay. Like it's very distinct because like we've seen him with yellow eyes. And at one point we see Ahsoka with yellow eyes. In, we get like in a, this episode. In this episode, we get like a flash. It's the re- yeah, okay. It's the kind of like a, a reflection, reflection of the red from, in her yes. eyes. And, and that could also lead to her showing that she could also go to the dark side. And in that moment, she, you could tell it was like a struggle. She, and, but it was just before yeah. she let go. Because she did say in episode two of this season about how um, when she got the information from the dark sister, uh, what's her name? Morgan Elsbeth. Morgan Elsbeth, that it wasn't... Uh, the way Je- it was not according to Jedi yeah, it protocol. Yeah, wasn't standard Jedi protocol. Yeah, right. So it, it was definitely showing that she has tendencies to the dark side. Sure. Um, and so they've been leaning into this balance thing and light and dark. Um, and so I kind of see his role like the only the only time we've seen yellow eyes is purely dark side users. Sith, right? Okay. So like Anakin, Darth Vader had it. Um, Sidious had it. Maul had it. That's very nice. That's very nice. It sounds like Tom Amin is just playing for us. He is. Tom Amin's playing in the background. Um, because the you're distracting me. <laughs> Sorry, I was uh, trying to give you brain, some background. My music. brain can barely focus as it is today. Um, I was giving you background music. Sorry. What was I talking about? Talking about the dark side, how she yes. So like the the yellow on the eyes isn't like oh he's bad so his eyes turn yellow. It's supposed to be a product of the dark side corrupting your body, okay? And like and like literally twisting your body, okay? Um, we we see that in all the dark side users. The the one character that stands out that had growing glowing red eyes and not you know not yellow was the the brother, in, okay. in on Mortis, you right, know, where the, right. fa- uh-huh. the brother, the, the sister, the and the brother, father, sister, the father, and he was like a physical manis- manifestation of the dark side, right? So it almost seems like, because both of them died. Yes. It almost seems like that's what he has become. He's become the physical embodiment of both, so dark and light. have you seen all of the posts on, on Facebook, and I'm sure it's on Instagram as well, replacing that painting of the father, the brother, and the sister with Anakin as the father. Okay. And then Ahsoka as the sister. And then I want to say it was like Kylo as the brother or something right. like that. And saying that she's the good and Kylo's the bad and whatever, but there's every everyone that posted it there, you know, there's 900 replies as to why right. that that can't yeah. be the case. And you know, everyone's going to have their own opinion, and we'll see what it, it turns out to be. But like, I I think his like again because of his status as the chosen one, and and I think he's you know, he had the ability to move on. He 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 wasn't like you're supposed to like train. You know, in order to like leave your imprint and stay behind, Yoda had to do it, and Qui Gon had to do it, and Obi Wan had to do it, but he didn't because he died. Right. I think partially that's because he's like the chosen one and he has this special purpose. Okay. But he also like, you know, he had more. He had a lot. He want a lot of wrongs that he wanted to right. You know, he changed sides last minute. He had a change of heart. He became Anakin again. Yes. But it was only for like 20 minutes and then he croaked. Right. Um, and so he still had more he wanted to teach, especially Ahsoka as his apprentice out there. Um, but I think that like just because of his unique role in the universe, um, I think he it's possible that n- number one, I think for sure it was him. OK. Um, but I think it's possible that he is this other type of thing and that he might be a physical manifestation of both. And I love how they they displayed it, too, because like. He 
he it, it wasn't like like a dark side vision or anything. He was this being that was using both dark and light. He right. in his fight with Ahsoka, he was fighting just first of all, just like when he was Anakin in the movies. Like yes. the form was like identical. It looked mm-hmm. awesome. And then when he had his like dark side switch and we it's like really the only true time so far we've seen Anakin as Darth Vader, you know, without the the you know as as he would have been you know what i mean right essentially what darth vader would have been had he not gotten toasted um but like his everything changes like just his aggressiveness uh-huh. like um and even like in that scene that you're talking about it's when he like knocked her down and he's like you're going to die now or whatever he said something along those lines and he's like walking towards her and it flashes between him and darth vader and his lightsaber goes from yeah, blue to was, red. That was a cool the way they did that every now and then. Yeah. That was a cool way and to do And then that. at the end his lightsaber was red when right. he had the glowing eyes. Mm-hmm. And um he was much more aggressive and he even when he knocked her down, he even did a little like like flex at her, yeah. like like you you got nothing on me type yep. of thing. Um which was that more angry Darth Vader esque. Yeah. Uh, persona that that you're speaking of, and I think that's part of his like arc, which clearly isn't over. Right, is that he is recognizing the light and the dark in him, and yeah. and trying to account for all the wrongs that he did commit. Yeah. Um, but it's cool just to see that, like you know, this isn't a being of pure light. You know, the, and he's he's redeemed. He's Anakin. He's trying to impart wisdom on you but he's using the darkness in him to also do that. Um, and you know, Ahsoka, what Ahsoka has been essentially doing has been running. Right. And like, and so she's been really angry because she feels like she, she let him down and she has like survivor's remorse at this point. But at the same time, she's like afraid of that because of like, look what he's did. Mm-hmm. Look what I'm capable of. Right. You know, and that she talks a lot about her legacy and what mm-hmm. she like, what's she going to like, you know, is that what I, all I'm going to teach my apprentice one day is how to fight. Right. Um, and and yeah. the way they did the flashbacks were amazing. Yeah. So, so the first flashback, so when they first get, when she first faces off with Anakin and they're on the, the bridge, bridge, like the, you know, the rainbow road from Mario Kart. Yes. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. When they're, when they're on the bridge. And then he cuts it in half and her half falls. And then she's just falling. She's I was like, like, I haven't taught you everything. For starters, I have not told you that I can just cut this bridge I in half. I can cut this bridge <laughs> in half. <laughs> and now yet, you know. <laughs> now, now you have to now have a fall. To, and I'm like, where is she falling yeah, to? Right. And then suddenly she... the So the first flashback she goes to is the Siege of Ryloth, mm-hmm. which is uh, from the Clone Wars when, yeah. when the two of them were together. And then she goes, and she's um, much younger. She's back in yeah, back so in time. They as did an awesome time showing, or awesome job showing, like really close, like really like very close to the Clone Wars a cartoon in both the way it looked and kind of the way things like felt and the way they moved. Yeah. Um, but like they did an awesome job showing just not even just the time, but like. The the actresses that they got to play Ahsoka during those different times it might yeah. have been the same. It, it was uh, Ariana Green Blatt. Okay, 
is the girl that played the in both scenes young Ahsoka. Okay, so she played the younger and the older one. And the older one, but they changed her her leku and everything yeah. like that. She was first of all, she's an awesome actor. Like she was in the Barbie movie, which okay. uh, you didn't see, neither did I. Yeah. And she was also young Gamora in um Oh, you the, know, now uh, in uh, in Infinity War or whatever yeah, it is. Yeah. Now that you're mentioning it, I'm seeing it, and it makes sense. Um, she she was great. I was like, every time she was on, like, like saying stuff, it was like, this isn't this is what I mean when I talk about like a child actress yeah. that like can actually get it. Like there there was attitude, and she sounded uh-huh. like she like sounded snips. like Snips. She acted like Snips. Um, and even like the way she fought, mm-hmm. like she had one in this. It was the green lightsaber at the time, and it was just the one. Um, and as she's running behind Anakin, she's like panickingly deflecting bolts. It's not yeah. like the Jedi, like boing, boing. It's just like that. Whoo, like, oh, there's oh gosh, one. There's one. Yeah. And like, that's like, if you look at the beginning of Clone Wars, that's kind of what she was doing. Yeah. And then when she comes back for like her Siege of Mandalore thing, she is like, when we think of, again, one of my favorite moments in Star Wars ever was her her jump jumping off of the down ship. And, and that you know that's essentially you know ten minutes after this you yeah, know she uh-huh. she just jumped out of a, a ship you know three miles high bouncing and on jumped other between other ships and other ships and yeah. landed on the ground yeah like without a parachute yeah she the 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 I don't know where, I don't, were they clone troopers she was with or were they Mandalorians I think they were Mandalorians they, she was with well she was fighting Mandalorians and then this is when she had her own squadron remember her that own had squadron the that they painted yeah. So they were like, you forgot your jetpack. She's like, I'm okay. And yeah. she just takes off. Well, it's, yeah. it's, it's essentially like the moment in uh, the first Avengers movie where like Cap jumps out without a, without a parachute. Okay, yeah. Uh-huh. It's like, uh, there's only one God, ma'am. And, uh, he doesn't dress <laughs> like that. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, so she was upset because in the Siege of Ryloth, um, she was upset that they're warriors because she was trained and told that Jedi are peacemakers. And that's what Qui-Gon had said before. That's what um, even uh, James, not James, um, Samuel L. Jackson said at one Mace point. Mace Windu. Mace Windu. Yeah. You know, for thousands of years, Jedis have been peacemakers. Yeah. And in a couple different movies and TV clips and stuff, they show that they're like, we can't fight your war for you. You know, and, and then and in then the Clone Wars to fight their wars for. Them. Yeah. And, and they're saying um, Ryan Airy was saying this is why all of the Jedi got wiped out because they were fighting in the Clone Wars. Right. Instead of being the peacemakers that they're supposed to be. Right. And that's how they wound up getting killed because they were being the warriors. They weren't being themselves. They weren't being what they were supposed to be. Yeah, and apparently, and again, it, it's making me so angry because I want to play it so badly. Apparently, this is a pretty central theme in Jedi Survivor. Yes, um, where Cal Kestis is like grappling with the fact that you know the Jedi are supposed to be peacekeepers, but he feels like all he's been doing is fighting. Yeah, so that's again, I guess, a core thing they're exploring in Star Wars right now. Yes, a hundred percent. Because they don't realize, you know, why no one's gonna freaking buy tickets to a movie to come see you play peer mediator with right. someone else yeah. and not take out your lightsaber. That's why. Um, Anakin said, "When Obi Wan taught me, we were taught me we were keepers of the peace." Which is going back to this peacekeeper thing. That's what he said to her at one point in time. And he's uh, got the rad um, armor that he wore in yep, Clone Wars. In Clone Wars. Which is also very reminiscent of his Vader armor, which mm-hmm. is kind of, I think, what they were going for. Yeah, the the 
pattern in his chest and his chest plate and shoulder plate is very similar to the way Vader's armor yeah. looks at, at exactly the same time. Uh, and then uh, we go to the next fight um, where they're at the Siege of Mandalore. Um, she's got blue lightsabers now. She has blue lightsabers and now. She's uh, she's pretty good with them, clearly. Yeah, and she's then they slicing up a Death Watch member. Yeah, the, so they were all the Death Watch because they had the horns on, mm -hmm. which they were Mandalorians who followed Maul. Maul um, which once again, you know, you even said it before about the armor having the spikes on her head. Yeah, but these ones were much more pronounced. These are much like more pronounced. Yeah, they were like almost cartoonishly pronounced. But yeah, you know that's what they were trying that's what, to portray yeah. anyway. But um, so. Uh, some of the clones. Oh, some of the clones in this scene that ran past Ahsoka. We did see Rex. Yep. We saw Rex, and in in the um, closed captioning, it did say Rex says mm -hmm. this. Um, and then there were other clones that ran or, that ran past, and one, or at least one of them, had the Ahsoka painted okay. face on sure. as they ran by. I was thinking I would love to be one of those uh, background characters. Yeah, man. Like, you said it. You said it on this pod many times. Like you, be set for cons for life. Yeah, I'm that guy. I'm that guy. That's that, me. See that one? Wait, no. Rewind. Rewind. Yeah. There. Right. No, there. Wait, rewind. Uh, rewind. You just pause. Pause. Okay. You got it. That's me. Right there. Screenshot. No. Giant no, this poster guy behind that. Yep. That's me. Yeah. That's me. The guy behind the other guy. You can get. I'll sell my autograph for ten dollars. Love it. Um. So yeah. So uh, some of the clones. Yep. We got that. Uh, Annika coming. So some of the complaints her. that I've heard about this uh, part. And I, I agree to an extent was that the uh, the fog of war was too thick. They would have liked to have seen more of, more of what was going on. But I, like we talked about, I think just about most of the budget for this went yeah. to the CGI on the face. Yeah. And, and I think I, it's at that point, it's all about budget. Yeah. Like if you had an extra hundred million dollars, you sure. could make this the most elaborate thing ever. Yeah. Like, would it have been cool to see more? Yes. Um, it didn't make or break anything for me. No. And I, you know, they used this They used it stylistically to create, uh, you know, an aesthetic, which yeah. I get. And, and so. they made the big war seem small where they were. Uh, like if, if they would have spent another $10 million on this scene to add s s uh, 700 more clone troopers running yeah. and a bigger thing, it would have been cool. Yes. But I don't care about that. But I, no, I don't like, care about that. None of us care about that. We all care about what's happening between in the relationship between we, Ahsoka we, and the Yeah, and we don't need That's all that extra filler. Yeah, like having six guys run past is all I needed. Yep. You could see the the AT, ET, ET, yeah, yeah whatever one that is. Uh, you could see them in the background a little bit. You knew they were in a war. Uh, and then even when they're in the scene where all the clones are injured and there's the the medical droid, right. there's one medical droid. I didn't need to see a hundred injured guys in the background and a bunch of back to tanks and whatever. You knew what was happening. It's you could tell. War, it's, you know, and it was, they were trying to evoke like, you know, like feelings of like the world, world war two, like when mm -hmm. you'd have like triage in the, yeah. in the trenches. In the trenches yeah. Um, but like, yeah, that's, that's fine. We, 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 you've spent enough this season trying to point us at, look at this. This is, just let us, I get, get what you're setting up. Yeah. It worked. It, it worked. worked really well. Yeah. I, I would not, have complained about that at yeah. all and and you know like i mentioned it, it's the, the focus here that everyone is like was it an awesome lightsaber battle yes yeah it was a great lightsaber battle i would watch it a billion times 
but I'm not fast forwarding through their banter to, to get to there. Right. Because the banter is like is what's is, setting it up. We yeah, and it's the first time we've seen these two in live action interact. Yeah. And like, again, if you're someone like us who have like been invested in these characters, like that's a big deal to see them yeah. like and, portrayed this way and to see some closure on a lot of these things. And they spent so much time and detail with the two different scenes taking place years apart from each other. Anakin looked different. Anakin was wearing different clothes. Uh, Ahsoka looked different. He was aged up, clearly, but not, yeah. She was aged up. Her Leko were different. Her outfit was different. Everything. Her confidence. Her confidence. She held herself differently. She clearly fought a lot more ferociously. And and if you watched the Clone Wars or even Rebels, when they're going for that shot, they're matching it. But Mm -hmm. now you're seeing a live-action version of this, Mm -hmm. which is really cool because I like the cartoons. They were good, but there's just something more special about seeing it in real life. Yep. You know, which was awesome. And I didn't even care that the de-aging process was slightly off. It didn't, it didn't, I didn't didn't notice it at all. It never once was like only in not this episode, but the one before it, when I was like, Oh, it was a little off. Yeah. But like, I feel like during this episode, there wasn't a single time where I was like, Oh, this looks weird. It it always looked good. I also think because in it with everything else being so foggy, it definitely added to the, the smoothness of yeah. the of the it de-aging obscured, process it yeah. obscured the edges maybe a little yeah. bit and so so it really blended in a lot better the, if you wanted to be nitpicky you could find parts that looked yeah. off but if you just wanted to sit back and enjoy the show you could really enjoy this episode a lot because there wasn't anything that was really standing out like oh why did they do that type of thing mm-hmm. you know like CGI de-aging wise yeah um, so yeah, so so they they fight again on the um, the siege of Mandalore, and all of this is him teaching her and showing her that she it wasn't all her fault that right. he did what happened, and she doesn't need the survivor's remorse that she's been carrying around with her for all this time until this is this is her trial. And not only remorse, too, I think, uh, you know, aside from remorse, I think fear that and, uh, you know, I mentioned fear that it's in her. But like what did, you know, coming out of this, what did she think led to all this was Anakin's attachment to Padme? Yeah. Right. And so she spent years being terrified of attachment. Right. Right. Whether it be with her with her Padawan. So she's been wandering essentially for years with a droid. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like. And she, she, even with Ezra, she was saying, you know, we might have to, you know, we might have to just not go get him. I mean, yeah, Um, there's, there might not be hope for him. Right. Yeah. And like, that's, that's pretty like, like alienating and, and like dehumanizing thought. But like, she was like, like that's what happened to Anakin. So there's a reason Jedi are not supposed to, you know, do that. Yeah. Um, But then I think she, through this realizes that, you know, yeah, that happened, but that wasn't because of his attachment that was because of his fear right his fear over losing her his fear over her death like that's that's what happened and so she by the end of it you know when she's the white um she's you know more playful more interested in people more hopeful Uh uh-huh um because like she realizes that you know relationships 
and building like connections with people is like a good thing. A good thing. Yeah. Like, like Yoda at one point even specifically says like love, like, like attachment is like not what we're supposed to do, but love is like, you're supposed to love everyone. Right. Like that's, that's, and so it, it's like this philosophical difference, I guess, in what you're going at. But she was seeing the issue very black and white, yes. which is the force, right? People mm-hmm. looked at it too black and white. And like everything, like it's there's gray area. Yeah, yep. Um, so the force is a spectrum. The force is a spectrum. There's all colors in the force. Uh, so then they come out of that uh, battle and they're back on the bridge again. And now Anakin. This is when Anakin is like, he okay, Vader he mode. goes full Vader mode on her, and he's he's gonna take red her down. Saber. Red lightsaber. And it was angry. interesting the way they got into it because like uh, the, the whole thing. Like she basically brought up his turn, mm-hmm. the dark side, and he was like, "Oh, that, <laughs> that. <laughs> like, oh, you're talking about that." <laughs> it's like, "Oh yeah, that." Anakin. Oh yeah, that. Can we cut the BS and maybe talk about that, that for a second? Yeah, let's talk about let's talk about how you turn to the dark side for, for a second. twenty years. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Can we talk about that, please? Last time I saw you, we were fighting. Yeah, Can we talk. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was funny that like that's kind of like that's not the point of this. I'm not here about that. We're not here about me. We're here <laughs> Stay about on you. Task. Stay, Stay on, on task. Stay on task. Just so like you. Uh, <laughs> So there, a uh, great fight scene, and there's an article also uh, that I saw this week about um, the lightsabers uh, are better now than they were before because um, they're able to, they now have the batteries. So going back into the 70s and 80s, the lightsabers were just silver sticks um, that they went over and drew the glowingness over top of. Then they got kind of like the lightsaber that's behind me where it's physically glowing in real life now. So you're able to do a lot more with it. You can see like luminosity. Yeah. yeah. So, so you get a lot more realism out of it, but those lightsabers had battery packs that they had to run up their arms, down their sleeves and around their back and stuff. So, their movement was a little bit limited because they had these all these extra wires running right. up and down their arms. Now, the lightsabers that they used in this episode or in this season, I guess, now have enough battery power inside the hilt themselves that they're just like the build your own, but obviously better because right. I think they can take more damage, right. more of a beating. Be swung around. Yeah. Said, yeah. But like, like the ones that you can get at Disney World now where everything is self-contained. So now... They're able to do a lot more with real glowing lightsabers than George Lucas could ever do with any of his movies. So right. there's a whole big article. I mean, not big articles, you know, two paragraphs and 21 ads about how the lightsabers are now self-contained and they're so much better and stuff. So um, that, I think, added to how good the lightsaber battles were in this sure. because they were able to... to manipulate them so much easier and so much better but uh yeah so they're fighting and she she beats them she essentially she essentially beats them and but only after she essentially confronts her own darkness yes right because they have that moment where she he's pushing her and pushing her and like you're gonna die and you you see like that what typically is you know happens in most people like when someone gets angry this is usually not i got angry it's usually like 
I was scared and therefore I reacted by being angry. Or yeah. I got, I was, I felt hurt and therefore I reacted by being, you know, like anger is a byproduct. Right. Um, and so you see her, she's, her fear is growing. She thinks she's going to lose. And then all of a sudden, you know, she gets up in his face. We get this glow in her and her eyes are red and yellow. Yeah. Right. Just for that second. And you see her, her face gets contorted and, and she's angry. She's angry. Um, she's ready to turn to the dark side. And also she's essentially about to, you know, Dooku him like do it, like do it. chop his head off. Yeah. And she's like, nah, bro. And then nope. she pulls a Luke like at the end of Luke and, and throws the lightsaber. Away yeah. And he's like, you might just make it yet. Kid. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, then she turns and he's gone. Yeah. So he, he just, pulls a, a Batman exit. He does pull a Batman exit. He just disappears you know, on her. Now, if you had like waited just a little bit and looked under that particular part of the bridge, he was just like dangling. He was there. hanging like, there. <gasps> yeah. He's like, go. My, my arms hurt. Hopefully she won't see me hanging yep. out here. Yeah. Um, and then that's when she gets to, she to this to. psychedelic, um, drowning. The water starts pouring up over her. Yeah. And then <laughs> one of the, I think this is the strangest scene for me in the series so far. She's floating. Uh, oh, and going back to the real world because Jason yes. knew that the fly lower, fly lower, but how low as low as you can go. Yeah, how low. So they're like flying over the water, hoping that they're going to fly into the portal. Maybe I guess that's what her that's goal what was. I, yeah, I was like thinking, like, are they just going to fly in, and then all of a sudden they're just going to be in this place? With yeah, ship? or is she going to like smash through like a like a mirror? Right, like there's a mirror there, so that you can't see the world within world. You're just going to break it. So whatever reason, she was trying to find the lightsabers, and then. They flew, I guess they flew low enough and they saw her floating there in the ocean. The ghost didn't bother me as much floating there, but then there were people swimming and getting her. And I'm like, where did these people come from? And then you see the two other X-Wings just floating above the ocean. Yeah. With their lights on. They had them in uh, autopilot. They had them in autopilot. They were just kind of parked to the side. So I'm like, okay. You could park it in autopilot, jump out, go into the ocean. But how are you going to get back into it now? Because it's floating eight feet above the water. Maybe the ghost will give them. The ghost is going to fly up and let them drop them. I don't know. It it was just I know that they had to make something. Well, I I was thinking some similar things to you because my thought was, oh, look, look at this rando who came in and, and saved her. I guess they didn't want to have to worry about waterproof makeup for more than just her. Right. Yeah. She's, a, I was amazed that she was underwater and her everything looked great. Yeah. But like, I can only imagine like Hera jumping in and then having to deal with her green makeup. Right. And the stuff. green makeup as well. Yeah. So I was like, all right, well, they couldn't send Jason in. They had to send the red shirts in. Yeah. So they sent the two red shirts in to, to save her. Um, and I guess eventually they get back into their X-Wing somehow. Uh, but that was like, I'm like, what? Like the that self-driving. Was the self-driving accident. Yeah, maybe they push a button. They're so Teslas. They, they push a button and then they go and they, they'll land by themselves. Yeah. They're self-landing. They're like drones that yeah. self-land. Yeah. So they save her from the ocean and then she gets up onto the ramp and is immediately dry, which is uh, must be part of her. She's the, the only one. Well, this is the force. She's the only one of her species that we've ever seen. Yes, no? I mean, in maybe this, but we've seen other Togruta in like other things. Okay. That's what I'm, try, I'm that's trying what to species think of, is, is a Togruta. Yeah. Togruta. I'm trying to see what else we might've seen one. Oh, shut up. Oh, 
Um, so Togruta. So yeah, Shakti is a Togruta. Okay. Shakti is this this uh, Jedi Master. Oh, okay. Yes, I remember. Okay. Right. Um, trying to see if there's any other. Um, Her leku were very long. Yes. Um, Supreme. There was a Supreme Chancellor who was a uh, Togruta, I guess. But Shakti is the one that comes to mind. Okay. It, it's just funny to me every once in a while, like you'll when they introduce a new species in Star Wars or or any type of science fiction thing, and you're like. Where's the rest of them? You yeah. know, like for the longest time, the only um, Wookiee that we've ever seen was Chewbacca. And then the Ewoks were originally going to be like miniature Wookiees, but they're like, no, we'll make them a whole different species. So then they were like Ewoks or whatever. Um, so, yeah. So then uh, they save her. They bring her up. And then you already talked about her becoming Gandalf the White. Yep. Um, and she, then as Gandalf the White, she needs a shadow fax. So of course she finds an enormous space whale. Yes. And so that's they, her go, they go. <laughs> that's her steed. And by the way, it answered a question that we posed on this podcast. We did. They're clearly filter feeders. Yes. They've got them thistles in the, their yep. mouth. Mm-hmm. So it's, there are clearly space plankton confirmed. There is space plankton, especially in the um, uh, when light speed the hyperspace, in hyperspace. Uh, lanes. Yeah. They, yeah. So and maybe that's of... maybe that's like it's a symbiotic relationship, and we are able to use these hyperspace lanes. Because the Pergil are eating all of the crabs. All eat, eat, yes. Yeah, eating like all, all the, the hyperspace crabs. crabs. Yes. And it's like without the Pergil, they'd just be getting splattered crabs all over the place. Exactly. And, and you know, you won't be able to see out your windshield because there'd be hazardous. splattered crabs. Yeah. So luckily these Pergil are there. So the Pergil also, as we talked about um, when we saw them the first time in this, are from Rebels. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it is how Ezra and Thrawn did get taken away from us because the Pergil... Uh, wrapped themselves. You 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 explained this to us. Wrapped their tentacles around the ship and into the ship, and then because yeah, they, they hadn't thought about just you know parking it in their mouth. Right. No. <laughs> like no. We'll we'll just we'll just tow you. We'll just grab you and yeah. take you. Um. So then Ahsoka, instead of getting her ship wrapped around the tentacles, she said, "Hey, uh, I'll go in the front door." Yeah. And the the giant whale said, "Okay." <laughs> So he opened his mouth slowly. We saw <laughs> they parked on his tongue. They parked on his tongue, just like Pinocchio's dad did on on the. Yeah, I'm uh, thinking like, have y'all heard Moby Dick before? Like, have yeah. y'all have y'all watched Pinocchio? Um, I am Ishmael. Call me Ishmael. Call yeah. me Ishmael. Okay. Uh, uh, Jonah, also from the Bible. Yes, Jonah. Jonah yeah. from the Bible. Pinocchio. Yeah. So they all they all um have gone into whales' mouths before, and nothing bad ever happens to them. Yeah. So I'm sure nothing bad is going to happen to Ahsoka. Yeah. So then it was really funny, Ahsoka. I, I love seeing they they use the same essentially the same animation for when they go to light speed or what, hyperspace, right? Where they pick up their tails and they almost are, look like engines. It was really cool to see that. Yeah, they like curl them in like they're going to like push yeah. out like a you like think a, they're gonna like a sp- hyperspace fart. Yeah, you know, hyperspace gonna, fart and get and go out there. Uh, and then it was hyperspace, funny. Hyperspace farts, new band name. That is. There we go. We need a list of all of the band names. Yeah. Someone that, out there go and catalog all the band all names. All the band names created. that Nick has Nick <laughs> has created. Um so then they they're about to fly away and Huang says, Where are we going? And Ahsoka just sits Not back really and sure. goes, I don't know. He's like, What do we do? That doesn't matter. We're good there. 
we'll we're going wherever we're going. Yeah, we and we'll, we might get there if we don't uh, figure it out. She is now the more enlightened, more laid back, more go with the flow, more peace hippie. She uh, could not give a single flying freak. Nope. She's like, we're just going to go wherever this space whale takes us. Um, and then Hera says, uh, oh, this, it was pretty funny in between there. Um, when Hera tells uh, this, this is part that uh, I was like, what? Um, Hera tells Carter to distract <laughs> the yeah the uh rebel force for a while yeah. while we while we take care of business down here and they're asking him what what <laughs> it was a great joke uh what are what are we waiting for what are they doing and he's like well uh it's really hard to explain and she was like believe me she's like uh tell me or you're court martial court martialing yeah whatever he's like okay well there's these giant whales <laughs> and uh he's it's just great he could have lied but it's yeah. like I'll tell the truth. I'll that'll, tell the truth. And that'll be a bigger stall. <laughs> that'll you, for sure. You won't believe this truth yeah. as and much then, as any lie that then, I can tell like, you. Once it's proved true, it's like they pieced out. He's stuck back there, and he's yeah. like, "What are you going to do? I told you the truth. I told you the truth. Yeah. Um, so, but it was funny when when they go take evasive action, and then they just sat didn't there. Didn't do anything. They didn't do anything. Literally, like, what evasive? Did you evade anything? You like didn't you're evade going anything. Right through this. You didn't go right. You didn't go left. You just sat there. I'm not really sure what evasive action you took, uh, which made me laugh. But then they see, and uh, when I was talking to Luke about it, he was like, "They never heard of these pergol before," and I said to him, "I was like, maybe it's like us. Like we've." We know that there are blue whales in the ocean. I've never seen one. If one, if I was out on a boat and I saw one, I would be just as mesmerized as sure. everybody on this ship was. Sure. That they're like passing. They do exist. You know, it's like the the M and M's. It does. He does exist. They do. <laughs> they do exist. exist. <laughs> Classic. Classic. So, um, so maybe they knew about them. But, you know, obviously you know, we, nobody's ever seen them. But we they're... also think about this, and we, we always try and compare it to things we can kind of understand. Um, so we think about, oh, if I saw a blue whale, right? But, you know, blue whale is one species on our planet. Yeah. You know, we're talking about a galaxy that has millions of different species all in different regions. Like, And this is this is a species that is not from a certain, like, planet. This, this motherfucker, like, it, yeah, they, it lives in the space. They live in space, yeah. It, like, it, it eats space plankton, and it travels to different galaxies. To galaxies away, yeah. So, like, I would, it wouldn't shock me if, like, number one, most people didn't know about them. Number two, like, even if they did know about them, it's like, you know, like a myth, you know what I mean? Right. Almost like a unicorn. Yeah, yeah. Um, And number or three... Bigfoot. Whether you you hurt your bigfoot, probably closer to bigfoot, um, just no feet, big, big flipper, <laughs> big flipper, um, big tentacle, big suction cup. Anyway, um, or like, yeah, I don't know. What was I saying? So you're you're saying that you don't think that maybe they even knew that they really did exist because they, yeah, they are or, so yeah, mysterious. Or, or like, you know, I think the the more simple answer is like whether you knew they existed or not. When you see these enormous whales you probably just go yeah wow because yeah. there's a pretty good chance most people would go through their lives in that galaxy and never ever 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 see that. yeah exactly exactly so it was it was a neat 
um, scene, although even though they didn't take very good evasive maneuvers, um, it was a neat scene seeing the uh, the giant whales next to the ships. And those ships were big. Yeah. And those whales dwarfed those ships. Yeah, it was cool seeing the big, like I said, the big mama once you like put her in perspective. It was like, yeah. Oh, that's a big. That's, that's a big, big. yeah. Uh, so that was that was pretty cool. And Carter was good. I still, once again, I wish we would have seen Zeb. Some like still yeah. like I'm. I want Zeb. Bring me, give me Zeb, or bring me death, or bring me death. That's right. So then at the very end, Hera says to Ahsoka, uh, "May the Force be with you," which was nice. Which was very nice. And now Ahsoka's off on her mission, leaving Hera behind. Uh, with Jason and to deal with Mon Mothma. Con- conveniently and- with part of the fleet. Yes. And the overall, not overall, but one theory out there is that like we've got three episodes left, six, seven, eight. Three episodes left. So yeah. that leaves us with enough time to like meet Thrawn and for him to like prove how dangerous he is. Because like, you know, if you're not, if you don't know the cartoon, you don't know why he's dangerous. Right. You know? But like you figure if we get an episode of the good guys getting there which is the same episode that we get like an episode like we see the bad guys moving around on that place and then the next episode is like hey we found Thrawn we need you let's go back to the other place and then like the last episode is Thrawn shows up the and you know maybe he's like in his limp limping in his old beat up Star Destroyer they show back up to where they left and here's the fleet waiting for them and like they think, oh, here's easy pickings, and then all of a sudden, we see why Thrawn's so dangerous because he does some tactical craziness, right? Or and he kills gets, them all, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or it gets uh, somehow two other, three other uh, star destroyers that we don't know about, right? He's like, uh, they know, were Commander, right here all along, yeah. Commander Green, go, and then something, yeah. you know, other ships magically or show Pelian, up. We might see Captain yeah, Pelian, Pelian actually, yeah. Show Pelian up showing so. up will be awesome. Um, so. Yeah, I I hope we don't have to wait till the very end of episode eight yeah. to see Thrawn. That would be a major disappointment. I'm, I'm hoping we get to like in live action, especially for those who haven't watched, like see in like before the end of this why this is a big deal. Yeah, why this person is like otherwise it's just like it's been building up that blue guy. Why is why do we care? Why do we you care? Know? Yeah. So hopefully, hopefully it doesn't build up to it, and then we have to wait. Yeah. 16 months 18 months yeah. to find out why why we're building up to this blue guy but uh it gets my stamp of approval yes 100 uh, percent. we're gonna wrap it rapidly here because i gotta yes. tell you it's late I'm it sleepy. is late yep. but um outstanding like like one of my favorite certainly some of my favorite star wars moments yep like just seeing those relationships yes. that i've cared about and seeing them on screen um so i was a bit like again it it, it really turned around my view on the series as a whole so far, we'll hope that it continues yes. with more of these interesting. Again, it wasn't like I loved it because the CGI was great and like this fight, the fight was great. I, you know, but like I said, it wasn't just that it was the stakes behind the fight. Right. And like the relationships yes. affected and, and just her growth with Anakin and seeing Anakin in live action. Yeah. The clone wars, Anakin in live action was, was awesome. Mm-hmm. So, Yep, uh, I give it two thumbs up. I give it two thumbs plus two big toes up. There, that's a lot of that's lot a lot of ups. A lot of ups. Yes, yeah, a right? lot of ups. Uh, so yeah, uh, let us know what you think. Like, comment, subscribe, smash the the share button, that's do right. the bell thing, uh, send up smoke signals, share us on your B reel, um, and uh, come back next week when we will be talking about episode 
Six. Six. I'm gonna guess it's gonna be entitled um, "Heir to the Empire." Emperor. Oh, that'd Heir be amazing. Empire. That's to, my guess. Yeah, that'd be amazing if it was. We'll see what happens. Direct quote from the book. So yes. We have spoken. We have spoken. 